Welcome back to The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and at americaoneradio.com. Thanks for listening. You can also catch archived audio of past shows if you'd like at ronshowatl.com. You can call the show at 404-913-2725. Email me directly if you'd like, ron at ronshowatl.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at ronshowatl. Over the weekend, another mass shooting, this one in Atlanta at Atlantic Station. Apparently, we saw some security personnel and and police officers escorting some young people off the premises over to 17th Street. Uh, a gunfight broke out. A 12-year-old boy was among those shot. He died. There were several other injuries. I believe five or six other, uh, uh, you know, gunshot uh, injuries from this event. And it's just tragic. It's just tragic. And what's really tragic is that, well, first of all. This sort of uh, endeavor, this sort of stuff that happens when it happens in a city, it always brings out the not-so-subtle dog whistlers, like my old friend Neil Bortz. Actually, we've never met, and I'm not a friend of his, and he's not a friend of mine, and I wouldn't call him a friend anyway, because I don't take kindly to not-so-subtle racism. And yeah, I know that that's one of those words that makes people bristle, their haunches, you know, get up. Uh, they don't like being termed a racist. But what else do you call it when Anil Bortz tweets uh, an article from the AJC about the shooting at Atlantic Station? And in the tweet says, Atlantic Station was in trouble from day one when the city required a certain percentage of low-income housing units. Do you hear that dog whistle? It's like a gale force wind. He continues, a friend moved in and out within weeks due to drug dealing in apartment hallways. He also uh, tweeted earlier, you're not even safe walking near an Atlanta gas station, let alone stopping to fill up. Uh, Let's see. He tweeted later, by the way, nothing meaningful happens to address urban That's another dog whistle term. Urban violent crime until we address the fact that over 70% of children raised in urban households are raised without fathers in their homes. I mean, it's not even subtle. This is a culture problem. No, it's not a relative ease of getting guns problem, according to Neil Bortz. It's a culture, an urban culture problem. He's talking to our brown and black neighbors and friends, y'all. I know lots of... In fact, I live in Old Fourth Ward, Atlanta. Moms and dads, two-parent households with kids, doing just fine. This is not a culture problem, Neil. I mean, let's imagine, however, though, if we are talking about single-parent households and wondering how that became gauche after having families torn apart in the slave trade, the hyper-policing from emancipation through Jim Crow racist response to civil rights legislation, disparate judicial outcomes, and hiring and housing bias, sending men to either prisons or long distances to find work if they're just not altogether killed by lynchings or at the hand of law enforcement in the first place. Did you ever think about that, Neil? Fatherless kids, by the way, are on the increase in white communities too, but hyper-policing and judicial disparities don't affect them similarly. I'm just blown away by the not so subtle racism from the former WSBA talk or WSB talk radio personality, who I now believe is on some fringe rimshot FM signal up in the North Metro, where this sort of stuff gets lapped up. Delicious, delicious Kool Aid. They love this. 
This is this is just revolting, just disgusting. This is not about culture. I mean, don't get me wrong. A two-parent household is usually preferable to a one-parent household. I mean, it takes a village to raise kids, not just a parent or two parents anymore, no doubt about it. But Neil and conservatives always leave out some crucial details in their racist dog whistling. They leave out some crucial details about how the evisceration of the African-American family came long before the 20th century or the 19th century or even the 18th century. The slave trade was ripping families apart back in Africa. And if it didn't rip them apart then, it was ripping them apart here at the trade markets. If it wasn't ripping them apart then, it was ripping them apart on the plantations and the farms and then sending kids off where they were needed by other plantations and farms, whether it's just down the road or counties or states away. And then after emancipation, you had countless lynchings. You had hyper-policing. Sundown towns came to be during the Reconstruction and Jim Crow eras. Black men locked up for just being out at night. You think that just ended with the civil rights legislation? No. Police disparities continued. In fact, they just were a lot more veiled. It didn't stop then. We all know what the 97 crime bill did to hyper-police the entire country. We're now a, we're now a prison industry co- country. We don't want to talk about that, though, do we? No, we just want to talk about the, 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 the culture problem that this is, single-parent culture problem in the black community. Not how it came to be. Don't want to, don't want to talk about that, because that leads us back into what they call critical race theory. You know how they feel about critical race theory. They don't want to talk about it. See, they don't want you to learn history so that you'll figure out how we got to where we are. I mean, this is crazy talk, y'all. How do you ignore how you got to where you are without thinking that you're going to solve a problem in the first place? We do this all the time with plane and train crashes, right? The National Traffic, uh, was it Transportation Safety Board, NTSB, they swoop in. They want to find out why a plane fell from the sky. They investigate why it happened. Not just, ta- not just you know, saying, well, we can't let that happen again. Well, yes, but how did you get here? Neil Bortz doesn't want to do that. He just wants to finger point. Finger point, a white finger at the urban. You hear that dog whistle? Urban communities. I see it for what it is. You got to call it out for what it is. Whether it's Neil Bortz or who's the guy that Mike Russell was running for a city council president here a couple of years ago. He's an African-American man, but he says a lot of the same thing. Yo, guy, um, you got to figure out how, how you got where you are before you can talk about fixing a problem. And really, more police? You think that's the solution? More lockups? How about the gun problem? It's the guns. It's the relative ease of getting guns. How do teenage boys have guns? It's too easy. That's how. More on show after this on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. America One Radio. 